now tuned in into Embracing My Markings with your girl, Maribel Kings, bringing you real conversations about generational curses, Latino culture, society, and taboo topics while promoting self-love. Always stay connected through www.embracingmymarkings.com. Welcome back, Bea. Oh my God, season three is here, Twinsy. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm so excited. So, before we even start, I want to make a huge announcement. I'm so excited to announce this. Are you excited? I'm, I'm excited. Okay. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> because by this time, by the time that people hear this, they've already seen it on social media. But oh, this is have. us like saying it, saying it. You're officially my co-host. Yay! <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, yeah, so we have Sylvia full-time. She'll be our co-host. Yes, I'm very excited about this. I love having you on. I love being here. And this season, our whole theme is Empowered Women Empower Women. Mm, I love it. Right? Yes. I feel like... Um, we as women sometimes we see each other as competition when in reality we're all going through the same thing right and instead of helping one another you know sometimes we hate like when i see pretty girls i'm like oh <laughs> it's just because i'm hating because they're pretty you know yeah but you're pretty too <laughs> oh thank you it's just we're all beautiful in our own way yes and i know that sounds corny but, but it's, it's true. true. It's very true. <laughs> yes. You owe me a, so no, you owe me a wine. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll own you a wine. Um, and then other than that, you guys, we're going to have two for right now. We're having two very special guests. Um, we're actually having a special guest on today, mm -hmm. a dear friend of mine, mm -hmm. um, which I'll get into that in a little bit. And then we're going to have a guest for the end of the season as well. Um, Jenna Gonzalez, yes. I believe is her last name. Um, and you guys can check out all those previews on the website. We do have finally uh, an official Embracing My Markings website, which is www.embracingmymarkings.com. And it's beautiful. Yes. So you can find our podcast there, links to social media, um, the merch that you've been seeing on social media, um, and then a form that you can fill out to be our guest and you can remain anonymous or you can come on we would love to have you and be free and open yes if you'd like if you want to share your story or if you just want to join us for a topic so mm -hmm. um and i'm gonna get to it this is i don't even know how to do this but I want to introduce you guys to a longtime friend of mine. She is a beautiful soul. I was taken back by her submission, um, but I want to thank her for trusting us and joining the conversation today. Um, like I mentioned, this whole season, we want to speak and encourage women empowerment. And so we're looking forward to hear her story and how she's taking back her power. Yes. So let's welcome my friend. Hi, friend. Hi, Hello. ladies. Hi, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, girl. I'm so nervous. I know. Me, too. <laughs> I'm very nervous, too. Now. Girl, I'm, like, blushing. I'm sweating over here. I'm like, oh, girl, my God. But it's not working. It's not helping, either. <laughs> I know. Yes. But I'm excited to hear this story because... 
God, what I know of you, friend, and, and I think I've told you this before, and if I haven't, I'm sorry, but I've always seen you as somebody very strong, and you're such a role model. Like, I just love you, and when I heard what you wanted to share today, I was really taken back, but at the same time, I'm not, and I'm like, maybe that's what has made her such a and excuse my french but such a badass mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. excuse me it french. takes a lot to yeah. tell a story it takes a lot yeah and i and i really appreciate the platform i think that's i think it made it easier you know um definitely to have you know to be able to talk to someone that i that i also have a lot you know i look up to you a lot for your ventures and and putting um, a platform together for people to talk about things that are, like you say, they are markings. They're part of, <laughs> they are what they make you, you know? Yes. And, and these experiences totally um, are beautiful because when people survive them, there's a lot of survivors out there of different circumstances and um, we don't recognize that sometimes. And so being able to talk about that and to put that out there that we all have our our journeys and mm -hmm. we all have our pains and our mm -hmm. and our scars those scars just symbolize survival i mm -hmm. think you know yes. so and yes. there's a lot of yeah. different ones yes oh yeah a lot of different ones there is and in all kinds of but you know like i said i feel like most of the time especially like when i first met my friend here i saw her you see her she she's literally a latina barbie like oh she's so <laughs> beautiful yes you are friend i'm sorry no. i and her husband like if you see her and her husband mm -hmm. i call them muñecos de pastel because <laughs> well he is best. he's better looking i always say that Stop like, the, it. i have to wear like makeup do my no. hair i don't wake up like that you're lying <laughs> you're lying because sometimes oh, you go God. on there with nothing on girl like meaning bare face and yeah. Stop it. <laughs> I think we're all guilty of the filter. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> no, but, you know, when I first saw her, I was like, I don't know, for some reason, my whole life, I've always thought, you know, pretty girls, they're stuck up or something. Mm -hmm. And me and her just like instantly click. I remember the night that I met you, friend. And I was just like, this is like the most sweetest girl I've ever met. Like, I would have yes, never we thought totally that. Clicked. Yeah. We totally did. You know what? Speaking of the first night we met was in that, that dinner, right? Was mm -hmm. it that dinner that we got invited to? Okay. So I was looking at some pictures. Um, I don't even know how I bumped into them. And I don't know if I sent you one, but I think I'm so. Like, oh my gosh, it's been that long. I yes. can't believe it. And then we lost touch. I don't know how that happened. I don't know if we like lost touch with like numbers and found each other again. So I'm so happy yes. that we reconnected again yeah well i go i go into periods of hiding friend <laughs> yes she does she hid from me for like two years <laughs> usually when i'm hiding is because i don't feel well um yeah no, I, totally understand. I yeah. feel like we all go through that yeah totally yeah um and so we and hibernate yeah exactly exactly <laughs> you know like if i'm not in a good mental space you just want to stay by yourself in your room yes lay in your yeah. dark bedroom and just relax yes. and watch tv yes sleep oh girl that's what i do i'm a sloth Me i feel too. like the sloth is my spirit animal <laughs> when i'm at work i have to be like yeah when i'm at home i just love to just sleep 
Yeah. Like, ugh, I'm weird. <laughs> no, just relax. I totally yes. get it. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm laying on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> that, nice. That's good, though. That's good. Get comfy, girl. Yes. So wherever you want to start, friend, it, the microphone is all yours. Go ahead and, and let us know, you know, what you have been through and how you came above it and, you know, what you wish yeah. others can learn from your experience. Oh, man. Let's see. How do you put this in? How do you summarize this? <laughs> you know, well, it, I think, well, to start off this, I I guess, was, um, you know, I think growing up as a single, well, with a single mom and, sorry, let me close the, of course, I have the Trump, the dump truck coming right now. <laughs> um, growing up with a, <laughs> with a single mom and you know, just having daddy issues from a very young age. I think that kind of, I feel like that kind of starts a lot of things without mm -hmm. you recognizing when you're young. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for me, my experience, which is what we're, you know, talking about, like sexual abuse, sexual assault, it was when I was a lot older in the sense where I wasn't like a toddler. I was a teenager. Which and can be even more traumatizing because now you're aware of things. Yes, and you can yes. remember things. You know, it, yes, yeah, more vividly. And I think that was what was. Yeah, to, yeah, exactly. You have better, but you know what's surprising though is that I still there's still a lot of things I don't remember very well. But it started um, when I was 15, and um, you know, not to go into like details of anything, but it was definitely someone that was older, which is, I think the thing that makes it kind of tricky mm -hmm. because it is, it was an adult. It was someone that was 10 years older than I was. And being a 15 year old girl, that wasn't very, I wasn't boy crazy. I, I was not like that kind of girl I really wasn't focused on that I mean I had my friends and you know I was involved in what I loved and I didn't see the signs of it and um it got to the point where you know I had completely lost sense of who I was um now going back like now going back and thinking of it all there was so much grooming that happened without me recognizing at that time and um what you would consider now statutory rape is what happened and mm -hmm. it was a very very difficult time i think coming out of that um and there was authorities were involved in you know and all that but there wasn't anything enough to make a case out of it Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, it, there's never going to be any, um, there'll never really be closure, I think, is the thing that makes it difficult. But does it mean that you can't move forward? And it doesn't mean that you can't be a better person. And it doesn't mean that you can't like trust and love again. And I think that was, that was my mission after I had recognized what had happened to me. And at that point, I think I was like 16, 17. I knew at that point, like what happened and how I was messed with mentally and mm -hmm. in every other way that you can think of. And I was like, that's it. I'm going to do everything I can to not be a statistic of who I'm going to choose in my life way. I end up getting married to, you know, not yes. being in an abusive relationship. Because even at that point, when I was 15, 
we I had developed a relationship with this person and that's what makes it even more twisted is that I thought in my mind that I had uh, that this was the person for me and now when I think back I'm like oh my god how could I think that this person had nothing but was just praying mm-hmm. they were praying on me you know it's yeah. now when this happened friend did you share it with your mom or no you didn't that's share. what was hard no I kept it secret and I'm already like as you know a very private person private person but even like with my own husband I'm really internal about stuff like unless I find a solution to a problem I have and it's this terrible trait that I have I feel like I won't say anything like until I know that I have one <laughs> but see at the time oh, I didn't friend. know that it was like an ish. it's bad yeah I'm like I've tried to work on it for so many years hmm. I'm better at it now but um, at the time, I had not. I hadn't told my mom. I didn't want to get anyone in trouble. I was. There were so many other players involved too. That's what makes it difficult. Also, is that, um, you know, the family. I think knowing that that their son was involved with someone completely younger, we're trying to um, we're trying to make it normal. They were trying to normalize it, and it wasn't. It wasn't normal. It wasn't appropriate and it wasn't right. And so I was just, I was honestly in a spider web of deceit, of sexual abuse, of being in an abusive relationship, of there was a lot of um, domination that happened, you know, obviously. Um, And being someone that had already daddy issues, it was just like, I felt like I just just had a bullseye on me, honestly. Yeah. Um, not being able to see the the right way to be treated as opposed to the wrong way. I didn't really grow up with that. So I didn't have a standard to recognize like this is completely this is not okay. unhealthy for you. Yeah. Yes. Now, now that you're seeing, because I know, you know, well, I've heard, I shouldn't say I know, but I've heard, you know, when something like this happens, especially at 15, at 15 we feel so grown up you know yeah Yeah. and like you said you you weren't aware of what was really going on you didn't really understand the situation other than maybe you know you had a crush on this person you thought this person was your forever but now that you're a mom and that you have a teenager that's close to the age of when this happened to you does that make you have a little bit more compassion towards yourself knowing that you were just a a kid um i don't you know that's a really good question i don't know if i look at it like compassionately i think i just get a little bit more (laughs) angry about it because i'm like you know as as my son's gotten older i'm just like i recognize that as he's hitting that age i'm like what if someone were interested in him that is Mm -hmm. of an age that is an adult and I'm not talking about 18 adult you know no 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 it's past that uh, I'm talking about someone happens. past that yeah and it happens and it ha- it's very common that it, it does happen right? it's and so it's scary completely yes it's it's it makes me more of not more of so I guess I understand it more like I realized that at the age of 15 I was very mature in many ways but not emotionally no I was not mature emotionally definitely not and, for a relationship either oh definitely not and I had never had one I had mm-hmm. never had a relationship I didn't even have a good relationship with my own stepfather and or my biological father up to this day I don't even know who he is so yeah. there's layers to that you know and I think yeah for sure it I I look at him getting 
older and I'm like, oh man, it does cross my mind. It crossed my mind when he started becoming a teenager, but same here. <laughs> same yeah. here. But boy, especially being a now boy mom age. is hard <laughs> in mm-hmm. that sense because yeah. he could be a victim or he could be a abuser. Abuser. Yeah. 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 It's, it's scary. Yeah. It um, is. It's super scary. Now when yeah. you say that you get more mad is it at yourself or at that person or the situation? You know, I don't know. I, I get mad, yes, at, I think at that person, at the situation. And and maybe, you know, maybe it's more that I take away from myself. Like you're saying, I don't know if I'm more compassionate with myself, but I mm-hmm. definitely don't feel as responsible. Because I will tell you, I took on so much responsibility. Like I yes. felt like you knew better like how could you and you deserve it all of your consequences that you're suffering now are because you did know better and that's where I can now feel angry towards why I think I should instead of like at my own self and that's why I'm asking that's why I'm asking because I feel like because we feel so grown up at that age we feel yeah. like we know it all. You know, you're not a baby, but you're not really a yeah. full grown adult. Like no. you knew what was happening, but you didn't know in death, like what was happening. Yes. You know what I mean? So yes. I can see how maybe you're blaming yourself. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to highlight is like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you knew or didn't know. It was, it's yeah. not your fault. Yeah, It's not your fault. And it was very wrong because yeah. you're it's a child. Yeah, and it's taken me a very long... I can understand that in an intellectual level, but I think emotionally it's still difficult. Like, I still will always have a little part of me that feels responsible. Now, let me tell you, if that was my kid and that had happened to my kid in the same situation, I'd be like, you do not take any emotional responsibility for this. You're a Mm -hmm. child. So I get it in another person. But for myself, it's become more, more difficult. But... But I, you know, like I said, it's a process and it's one that I'm willing to go through. It's one that I'm open to also, you know, to to go through and have some insight in my own feelings because I definitely had to grow up. I mean, I knew that it was wrong after it was happening, but I will tell you the signs I couldn't see them. That grooming process. Well, because you're a child, friend. Like when you really think about it, that's why I'm saying, you know, like if you have that compassion for yourself, because you're a baby at 15. I know we are normally dreamers at that age. Kind of, especially being a girl, kind of like, I mean, I'm still a dreamer, but (laughs) I still believe in happily ever after. Yes. But, um, we're more like oh to find our the person that loves yes. us and you know and yeah that's maybe true. what that person was showing you you thought that was love especially because you didn't get it from your dad you know it's just there's a lot so of many factors, factors. Yes. yes oh yeah yes it's deep it's deep for sure yes. yes and so anybody that's hearing this i want them to be able to process all those feelings because i feel like all those feelings are valid even you being mad at yourself yes is valid yeah but at the end at the end it's not your fault and i know that anybody can tell you that but nobody will understand because we haven't been where i mean we're not where you have been Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's easier said than done and it's a process I even went through things, not not as such as that, but I even went through things at 15, 16 that now I look back on and I cringe. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) 
Oh my God. Like I was that stupid. Like same here, same here. Like I had my dad in my life, but I also have daddy issues because mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't, he, I love my dad. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, yeah. And then I've never talked about him and Twinsy has even asked me, why haven't you talked about your dad? I thought you didn't even have a dad. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I do. It's just, <laughs> I was raised more with my mom. We kind of lived together, but yes. separately. So I had daddy yes. issues myself. So mm-hmm. that's what yeah. takes me back to my teenage years as yeah. well. Even though I've never been sexually assaulted or abused yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Any of that. Thank goodness. And But at the same time, I know how to sympathize. Empathize. Sorry. Yeah. Empathize. Yes. I, I just hope, friend, that you understand that, you know, you it wasn't. It wasn't your fault. And I know we're so much more harder on ourselves than we are on other yeah. people, you know. But yeah. we have to live with ourselves 24-7. Yeah. So, no. the, so the way that we speak to ourselves matters so much. So I'm glad that yeah. at least now you're taking your power back and saying, mm-hmm. no, this is what happened. And I'll take, you know, some responsibility for not seeing those red flags. But at the same time, you were a baby. Yeah. You didn't yeah. know better. Don't, yeah. And I and it, it's funny because I've been very interested in like in looking up things like uh um, like how grooming occurs. Like mm-hmm. I, there was I, through my lifetime from that moment on, I've always done things that are additional research. I've read so many self-help books. Um, and one of the things that's, that's makes grooming so difficult to see is that there is, um, it's the same one as a social, mm-hmm. as a, it's a social thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's the same kind of, um, the same kind of uh, ways that we interact when we make friends. Mm-hmm. So unless you're completely cynical, you're gonna be like, "Oh, they're trying to hurt me." But obviously, they're you know, you, yeah. we always we get the same way that you get to know somebody that you want them to be your friend and you whatever it is is the same methods that are applied by people that are you know that are pedophiles that are prayers you know that they're looking to for their own self interest and mm-hmm. and that's what's hard is that you can't see it. Until it's especially almost if you're a child. Yeah. Yes. Especially when you're, yeah, especially when you're a kid who's like completely stupid when it comes to like <laughs> with the opposite sex. Like, oh, you and no, finding I love no for idea. the first time or the puppy yeah. love. And you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that yeah. that also opens up, you know, the importance of having conversations with our children and being Please. honest with them of like, you know, you're going to feel butterflies, you're going to feel mm-hmm. this. But. You know, you Doesn't need it's right. Listen, yeah. to exactly. your, listen to your brain, not your heart. Yeah, exactly. And kind of, and kind of leaving that door open for them to have those conversations with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because if they come to you and tell you, you know, mom, I have like a little crush. Like my son t- comes and tells me, you know, like, I think that girl's so pretty. And Aww. I'm like, why do you think she's pretty? You know, I kind of yeah. go along with the conversation. You, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So if anything ever happens, I'm there for him. Yes. Because yeah. not only can he be, you know, kind of looked after in a predatory way, but also what if a girl is trying to play with his heart or, yeah. you know, is going to break his heart? Like, I want to be mm-hmm. able to be there for him no matter what. Right. No, that's super important. Yeah. Yes. And understanding that kids are kids, but they're also growing up and they're going through these changes and yeah. things are happening. And the scariest part of it all, friend, when you're saying that you were doing research on like how, how does it the grooming process start? 
the scariest mm-hmm. thing for me when I looked into that kind of um, information was that it's almost always somebody that's close to the family. Exactly. And that's what it was in this situation. Yes. It wasn't just some random person. It was actually someone who was a whole family that was close to the family. And what yes. makes it more difficult is that I had known this individual since I was two. Oh. <gasps> so it wasn't like it was just somebody that was off the street. And it's, it's mm-hmm. all those little factors that put your guard down, you know, that mm-hmm. you don't, you're not, you're not having that mentality when you're, when you're 15, 16, like when you're a teenager. And I, and I don't think people talk enough about people that are kids that are teenagers that end up um, being groomed into relationships with people that are way older than they are, mm-hmm. because that is like, I'm so against that. Yes, you know, no, it is. Have, it is. It is. You're, you know, when you do research on the brain development of mm-hmm. a child, mm-hmm. we are not done developing. And this is what's even, this is what's crazy interesting. Our brain doesn't stop developing as maybe you guys know until you're 25. Yes. But what's know, fascinating yeah. about that why. is that it doesn't stop. <laughs> the brain the brain develops from the back to the front. Mm-hmm. So really where your forehead is, is the the last part of the brain to close and that's your decision maker Mm -hmm. right there and so that is something else when you like add that you can prepare your kids as much as you can too which is like i knew like okay but decision making when it's also uh devious and there's people behind it that are trying like Mm -hmm. you almost are there's a lot of mind games and if and, a lot. and if they knew that. you since you were two, they knew what your weaknesses were. Mm-hmm. They knew how yeah. to get to your heart. Your they, likes, your dislikes. Exactly. Your, they definitely knew my daddy issues, I think. They yes. Had, yeah. That's I mean, because you're two, girl. Like, if they know you since you're two, that's 13 that's years of, of studying you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think... I am close to my dad and I think even now I'm closer to my dad than when I was a teenager but I've always had my dad in my life and my dad wouldn't even let me go and spend the night at my grandma's house wow yeah he, he would say no my mom wouldn't like yeah. when I go spend the night at people's houses either the yeah. only people she would let me go spend the night at was my brother's houses or my nana I couldn't even spend the night at my brother's house. It wasn't my grandma. It was my nana, like the lady that used to take care of me, but that's it. No, I couldn't even spend the night at my brother's house. Um, My dad has always been like, a mí no me importa quién eres, like, esta es tu casa, aquí tienes tu cuarto, like, that's it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) if somebody wants to come and spend the night over here, then they can, but you have to leave your door open. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and that's just how it was. And I never understood it until now that I'm grown up. He was taking care of you. He was really taking care mm-hmm. of me um, because we did yeah. have a lot of family around. And, you know, and now to know that it's happened in my family, like then that could have been why. me. Then that's why, yeah. because he knew what had happened. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Um, because more people, like, for example, I can say that my mom was a little more careless, but she would be careful. Get it? Mm-hmm. Uh, careless yeah. in the sense, all the relatives. It's fine. Careless it, no, it's relatives. not even it's not even careless. I it's think maybe she like was trusting, trusting with family. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. But even family, you yeah. can't yeah. trust. Yeah. No, yeah. definitely not. Um, 
And so, friend, moving forward, you know, now and where you are in your life, you know, obviously you are in a happy marriage. You have a wonderful little boy. Um, You are a spiritual person. You have your career like everything's going so good for you now. How how has how have you gotten to that point? Have you ever like gone to therapy or is it just self-work that you've done? It was. I think it's a combination of it all, definitely. Like, I, I did go to therapy. I also, I really did a lot of self-work, uh, a lot of self-study. It took time. It's, it's a lot of moving parts, I think. It's mm-hmm. not just one. I think a lot of it, to be honest, um, I think I had to really go back to why was it that, what was it about me that was the, why me? You know, like mm-hmm. I didn't understand that. Like, why is it that it's, but then I realized that it wasn't just me. There had been other people that were victims as well. Once I became an adult, I came to that information. So then I took that blame a little more off of myself. Mm-hmm. But um, I, you know, one thing I will tell you, and this is probably the thing that really lit the fire under me was that I remember in one of the conversations that I had with, I call him Chester, <laughs> Chester, <laughs> Chester the molester. Yeah. I, um, I, uh, <laughs> I love that you find, that you find humor in it. Now. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the best you way. have to you girl. Have it's to. either that or you cry oh, for God. the rest of your life. For real. Exactly. Um, I, one thing I remember him mentioning to me was like, I know that what's happening right now is going to forever damage you. And that, out of any everything that I remember, it, which isn't much, I, I'm telling you, there's some things that I still have very vague memories of. Mm-hmm. But of what I do, that is one thing that was crystal clear. And at that point, I was like, no, I'm going to marry the love of my life. I'm going to have children. I'm, you're, you're, if you see me walking down the street, you know that you're not, I didn't lose who I used to be. Mm-hmm. I, it took me a long time to find who I used to be before. Like before I was, you know, um, before I knew and had this terrible experience. Mm-hmm. So it, I was trying to like find that person who would not see distrust in people. And it took a, it took a while, but it's possible. Another thing is I do, I am a very, as you said, I not I don't want to say spiritual person, but I have spiritual inclination. So I worked on that. I really you're I just had still, to, you're just still a dreamer. Yeah, I you know, That's I great. didn't want to be a statistic because a yes. lot of people and a lot of children and teenagers who have been through been through abuse, um, they will get into abusive marriages mm-hmm. and abusive relationships. And they'll and, think that's normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, they will yeah. think it's normal, but they're used to it. And mm-hmm. they tend it's, to yeah, just... Yeah, your subconscious definitely right. will. So I I did a lot of... Um, I did... I did a lot of Bible study for myself. I needed... And, and by that, I mean, I had to really view myself the way that God would mm-hmm. and not the way I felt about myself. And that was, I think, the, one of the other things that was very, very uh, huge for me. Because it, that's I powerful. Yeah. That's powerful, that's girl. Huge. I had to. Because I know that, you know, definitely God was is a lot. He sees us for 
not the broken people that we are, but the potential that we have. Mm -hmm. And that was another, I mean, this was a huge way for me to be able to, to move forward from it at such a young age. And I was, you know, I didn't share this with people. Like it was a very internal journey, but it was one that was needed for sure. Um, studied a lot about like even my own family dynamic and, um, you know, why, you know, why I would feel the way that I did about myself had a lot to do with family dynamic and little daddy issues, as I call mm-hmm. them again, all yeah. that. So, you know, it it does. Like, you never want to give up on yourself. I think that's what's important. You never want to yes. give up on yourself and value yourself, even if other people don't. You have to step and do better. And having my child, that moment that my son was born, mm-hmm. I prayed. The, uh, what, the time I had him in my hands, I prayed. And I was like, God, anything that I've ever been through in my past, please help me to move forward and be a better person, not a bitter person from this. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm raising a human and my issues cannot be passed on to him. If anything, I can give him wisdom and mm-hmm. insight. I and, want and, you're raising, and you're raising an excellent boy, girl. Oh, Let me just say you. that. He's a he, good kid oh my god he's an amazing child like he really is he's very respectful very responsible he's he's awesome high five yeah boy moms yeah (laughs) i know boy moms rule yes (laughs) we should make a shirt yes (laughs) yes we're making all these shirts yeah i know right we have a list of all these shirts yes yes (laughs) but no like I'm, i'm so proud of you friend and i hope that anybody that's listening to this really understands that that you have to take charge of what you're going through like Yes. There's not going to be a Hail Mary where no. somebody comes yeah. and rescues you. Like you have to rescue yourself at the end of the day. And I yeah. think um, even me that I haven't been to through something of that. Um, uh, I was going to say the exact same thing. Like even though I haven't been through that situation. A situation. Your yes. words right now have empowered me. Like it yes. makes me want to get out there and do what I want to do (laughs) yeah not only that but I feel like it's important also to realize how important self-love is because everything that she's mentioning Mm -hmm. you know the the seeing herself the way that God sees her Mm -hmm. that's self-love um because we are so imperfect we're human that like I said we can talk kind to our friends and you know be nice Mm -hmm. to everybody else but we live with our mind and our thoughts mm-hmm. and 24 mm-hmm. 7 and so what we surround ourselves with our thoughts that we're thinking and processing that affects us mm-hmm. yeah and the fact that she was able to take charge and i think it also helps that you did find a good man girl yes that, oh, i'm yeah. sure that helps a lot somebody that can oh, be there and support yeah. you and be there for you when you're just not okay and make you feel okay and then is there for you when you're up and running and there for you when you're down that's the best oh yeah and i i'll tell you i wasn't i wasn't a child that was you know like my husband knew when he was 10 he wanted to get married what i knew when i was 10 was that i wanted to move out of my parents house. (laughs) that was not like let me 
we have a family like he's he's a dreamer actually no. but um you know <laughs> I, you know my husband is such he's a blessing like mm-hmm. i know that I'm a dreamer <laughs> he was given he was given to me like, he's exactly everything that i needed and still at this point it was difficult for him though and because you know like our first year of marriage i had it was still the time span between all this was I so I, I think it, by the time things were kind of done and over with was maybe when I was like 16 and a half 17 something like that and I just mean done and over with like the re- relationship wise oh, okay but so when I um when I I had known my husband since I was very young and so I think that's another reason why I trusted him I knew him before anything happened but our first year of marriage was hard because I would, I had a lot of night terrors. I mean, mm, I went sure. into panic while I was sleeping. Like I would wake up in, like I had been dropped in the middle of space. Like that's exactly oh, how I would felt. Like if you were just to wake up and you're like, I'm in nothing and everything's dark and I'm here by myself. That I always had that like reoccurring dream. And, you know, and all that my husband did was just hold me tight and just mm. pray with me. You Girl, know, you're gonna make me cry. Like that's so sweet. That is sweet. Like if you yes. meet them in person, I know you've never met them, Sylvia, yeah. but if you meet them in person, like it's just such a family. Like my husband and I, um, I think you guys got married two thousand six, friend? Uh no, two thousand four. Oh, two thousand four. Wow. I got married yeah. in two thousand seven. So they're they're ahead of us mm-hmm. but my husband and I have faced you know like every other marriage mm-hmm. because no marriage yeah. is perfect we face totally. some hard times and when we're facing those hard times the only person that I trust to call is my friend here mm-hmm. and Aww. we've gone out to dinner with her and her husband mm-hmm. and it's just they've encouraged us and seeing how they've survived certain things and you know we've had yeah. some similarities in fights <laughs> yeah. and stuff okay. like that and and just hearing how they dealt with it and you everything guys, you feel comfortable enough to get like feedback from her yes and not only that but it's just there's such an example to me at least you guys are such an example and so to hear that he's done that throughout the years oh, you know yeah. wow it is. It's, he's it's, it's, he's so, honestly a ride or die. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. For That's sure. what it sounds yep, like. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely I want my one ride of those. or die. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> friend. And so now, are you doing anything different? You know, are you having those conversations with your son? Oh yeah. You know, I I definitely am. Um, I will tell you, this is what's crazy. This is what's so crazy about life sometimes. Son had gone into school and um, I was waiting to pick him up and my like predator was waiting to pick up his own son as well. <gasps> and no. it it so happened that our children went to the same school for that. a year. Oh, yes. My and you and didn't know to face that person. Oh, I had no idea oh yeah I did but I never I up to this day I've never like actually made an effort I think I've I've had thoughts of it but I'm like you know what though my life is so amazing there's no point in going back to trash like there really isn't you know and so I don't have to I feel like my life has already been uh know what did he know that I mean he would see you and recognize I don't I don't 
think so. I don't know. But I know that we had seen each other. And then at that point, you know, my husband would come. And so he like recognized uh, that it was, you know, that it was me. I don't look that, that much different from when I was a teenager, but I know he saw me. And um, that was difficult because then I had to have that conversation with my son and let him know, like, look, this is what happened to me when I was a teenager. And this person has a child now that's in your school. And it was it was uh, hard, but when I think a bit about it now, it makes me proud of myself because I'm like, man, I was actually able to deal with this and still be able to go through my career, still be able to show up at work, still Good be able to you. like, we, we really underestimate our ability as humans, as women. We have a lot of, uh, I don't want to say power, but we have a lot of strengths. We do. Yes. And, um, and we don't recognize it as it's happening. It's after where you're like, whoa. I feel How like, was I able to still go forward exactly. with life, you know? Exactly. I feel like it's true when they say God doesn't give you more than you can't handle. Yes. Exactly. And, yeah. and I feel yeah. like we underestimate each other, like ourselves and think, oh, no, I'm not that strong. But then when you're going yeah. through like something very difficult, that's when you realize, yeah. you know, I like, am that. Wow. Strong. Yeah, I am that. Yeah, strong. Only, because I could just imagine. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to imagine that, and it gives me chills. Like that must just have been a, a very hard conversation. Yes, very it hard. was, and you know, I, it was a hard conversation, but it was one that my son was old enough for me to have with him, and yeah. I, I'll say that I think I hope that when he's an adult he recognizes that he saw me vulnerable because I'm not one to always be, I'm not a very, I'm not a person to be in vulnerability very often. I, I'm not. She's not. Um, I always like <laughs> holding it in. <laughs> I'm always like holding it in or just, you know, and um, I appreciated that moment that with my own son, I could mm -hmm. be vulnerable. That's great. And that, yeah, that was very impactful and powerful. So I'm like, I know he probably doesn't get it now, but he, you know, see, maybe he when knows. he he probably knows, like, damn, yeah. my mom is such a strong woman, you know? And then now I know that this is why she's strong. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that's amazing. But as he gets older, I feel like he'll understand it even more. Mm -hmm. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And I feel like that's also going to help him to respect women and understand. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Things happen when you're young and and people will take advantage of you but it doesn't mean that you have to look at everyone the same way from that point forward like never mm -hmm. let anyone take away the beauty in people and in life ever yes. you just, if there's anything you're going to fight about fight that yes because it. it is we will cut ourselves short always if we do that mm -hmm. and yes just because of one bad experience that was a very very difficult one it was i had a lot of dark moments i had a lot of uh ptsd even because of it but um with that though i would still take it on because of what i have now yes. like now who i have in my life and my family um, but it takes work and it takes not giving up and being taking an honest look at yourself and seeing kind of doing like a little bit of like a like a self check. Like, where am I at now? I have to do that often. Yes. Um, and I and I have to do it often, like where I'm like, OK, where am I with myself right now? And, you know, um, am I directing my anger towards 
people that I shouldn't or my family or am I, you know, I, I always have to do that because I don't want to hurt my the people that I love. I know this is going to this is going to sound very cliche, but I'm like, you truly are embracing your markings. You are definitely should. And there's beauty in it. You know, you know that, you know what I love? There's this one. I know this might sound like corny as well. (laughs) I can't remember what the name is, but there's like a certain dish in the Japanese culture, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't know if you've heard of this. There's like a little like like quote that I've seen on Pinterest years ago and when something breaks and you know their their dishes that they make are beautiful like they put a lot of effort into what they do but when it breaks they fill it with gold that all the all the uh the cracks and wherever it is that it shattered they will glue it back on but with gold and so then you see the gold shining through the cracks and I really I love that quote because that is so true we are those people to God in general but we need to see ourselves that way too yeah we need to see ourselves that in these bad experiences that we've had Mm -hmm. there is beauty in that and you can help other people and you Mm -hmm. can become a better person I 100% believe that yes like you said not being another statistic another number um you were strong enough to pull yourself out of that even though i know it like you said it wasn't easy it's not an overnight thing it's taken years literally yes fred and one last question that i have um when you finally did obviously you had to speak up about it because you said this was pursued um by the law and, and everything when you finally spoke up, how did you get that courage to speak up? Um, I because know, that can be, be a tough that could be tough too for some people that are going through it that maybe have never spoken about it. And I'm gonna add yeah. a question. I'm gonna add a question to that. And what what happened to him when you went to the authorities? Oh, uh, so what had happened at this point? I think by the time some time had passed, I had really lost. A sense of who I was. I was not the same person. Um, and as a result of that, I ran away from home. And it really was a lot of coercion. It was a lot of, um, it was influenced by him mm. to do that. Okay. He kind of wanted to like, I don't even want to go into detail about, about it, but he, uh, yeah, that, what happened is that I ended up running away for uh, about two weeks. Wow. And the authorities at that point got involved because my parents obviously were looking for me and I was so mind controlled. I think that's the thing that scares me more than anything, even physical. It was the mind control of it. Yeah. Um, The mind is very powerful. And the fact that somebody else has power to your mind and control, it's scary. scary. It was this, it's very, it's frightening when I think of that, you know, I, over everything else um so i as a result of that because there were uh there was a kind of an idea where i was at um he kind of released me at that point like he dropped me off where i could just go back home and i had to walk back home um and at that point the nerve to drop you off here walk back oh yeah yeah that's yeah that's because he didn't want to get in trouble i'm sure oh no no of course not Um, And so I got dropped off and I remember I walked into my, I walked into my house and my parents were there. Um, And I knew at that point 
that because the authorities were already starting to get involved, that I could say something. I didn't feel so much in his grasp anymore. Oh. And that's why I spoke up. Um, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to see him and I wasn't going to be pursued for a while. Yeah. So I just at that point, it was like I felt a release in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, you know, I spoke up and I spoke to my dad and my mom. And at that point, they already knew kind of what was going on because I was changing. I was not the same person. Like yeah. I was changing. I had changed very drastically. I wasn't changing. I was changed. Yeah. And I just broke down and that the first thing that I said was like I don't want him to get in trouble. Like that was the first thing and that's when you know that there was some major major like coercion going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He created that fear. Fear. Oh yeah. Com- uh what happened what to happened him? What happened to him? Oh, what did they so do? So we to went him? we nothing happened of it. Um oh, wow. that's what the, <laughs> the worst part of it is that um, So you spoke up and talked to the authorities for nothing. I did. The, the authorities, um, I had to go into, you know, to the police department. Um, I spoke with a, such a sweet detective. He was, I still remember his name, and it was just the compassion that he showed, showed me mm-hmm. was, it was huge for me at that point. Um, and so he kind of walked me through what I needed to do. What they do when you've been a victim of abuse is that you kind of have to You have to call them and it's called like a, what is it called? Like a pretext call or something like that. There's a certain A recorded word. call, I think. No? It is a record. It is a recorded call. Yeah. Um, and so I called and you kind of try to take, get information and kind of get them to like admit uh-huh. on the recording. But of course he was more, you know, there's intelligence in that evil, I think. So oh, he yeah, knew what he was, was going on. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't. He was like, I denied it, denied it. Um, I tried to kind of give away some of my belongings to see if maybe there was maybe like DNA. And there wasn't because anytime anything happened, I would kind of be forced to like wash my clothes. Like it was very, he so knew what was, he was doing. Oh, yeah. Wow. So there was there was no. no yeah. It was there very was, manipulated. That only shows yeah. how manipulated and how that person knew that it was wrong so he definitely did not want to leave any trace of dna he knew what he was doing because he if he He had you washing your clothes all the time oh that just makes me more angry yes i want to down this drink but i'm not (laughs) but that's kind of nothing happened from that and you know and it's At this point, I feel like I did have to get a restraining order because, um, you know, he was trying to uh, trying to come around. I think at that point I had gained my myself a little bit more and I knew that I deserved better. And I knew that this wasn't healthy for me any longer. I had lost grasp. He had lost grasp of me. And I was like, no, I need to do this for myself. And you would. Yeah, it would. And I'm sure maybe that was even a shock for him. Like, wait, what? Like, where's this? You know, Mm -hmm. so I got a restraining order um, against him, a permanent one, as they call it. And um, the first time I had ever stepped foot in like a courthouse. And, um, you know, the the judge was also very sweet. She was, you know, she gave me some very insightful words at that time and just what I needed to hear. And uh, my mom was there, so we we did that. We got a restraining order and he just kind of disappeared at that point until, you know, we saw him at my son's school. school. (laughs) Yeah, but um, but yeah, so it it was, 
you know, I, I think things happened the way that they did. And, and when working where I do, I know that there's a lot, there's a lot of emotional energy that goes with having to find your sense of justice and even in the judicial system. And I'm, I'm happy that I could just focus on myself uh, I did go through a period of being angry with not being able to get the kind of justice that I felt I deserved. But in the long run, I got so many more blessings and I was able to put my energy in me, mm-hmm. in my, you know, which was most important, but also say, in my family. I was going to say that the most important thing is that you val- you learned how to value yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what matters. Because even if you totally. put a guy in jail time, that doesn't that, give you back your power. Is, no, and it doesn't no. give you satis- fully satisfaction. Mm-hmm. I feel. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, I've, you're 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 robbed. Yeah. You're robbed of yeah. your innocence. Yeah. You're robbed of your emotional and mental health. And nothing but yourself and help from different avenues can bring that back. They won't. They, they're not. You know, that's not going to come back because he goes to jail. Exactly. Yeah. That, that, you know, and actually but at I this truly, point, I feel like him not even doing jail time. He's going to have to live with himself for the rest of his life. And exactly. he'll eventually. And he'll Exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say, and he'll eventually understand what he did and what he did was wrong. Mm-hmm. And he'll karma. Excuse my French is a bitch, and <laughs> you know, and it will get a, get to him. You know, I'm a big believer in that. And at the end of the day, you're a beautiful human being. I don't even know you, <laughs> and from what I'm hearing, it's like I feel so empowered right now. Honestly, just with yeah. your story, even though I've never been through what you're going through, I feel like we all go through that anger. We all go through that empathy. We all yes. go through that the guilt. The guilt. We all go yeah. through. Well, I deserved it, um, and mm. the whole situation yeah. is just. I feel so passionate right now. So passionate about it. <laughs> no, because, because it is. so true. Like, like to kind of... No matter what sort of abuse you've been through, mm-hmm. you go through the same steps. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm the learning. same feelings. It's yes. the same feelings. Yeah. It's just in a different yeah. scenario. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's why it's powerful and it's important for us to have these kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for us to empower one of us mm-hmm. empower each other and people that are even thinking of should i talk about it should i not even people that are scared to talk about it i feel like when they listen to this it's just gonna give them more <laughs> sense of comfort mm-hmm. even if they don't yeah. speak about it but just the fact that it's okay what yeah. you've been through you know and, I mean? and i yeah. think especially i don't know about you friend but i think for me you know growing up in a mexican household these subjects are not to be spoken of like this is not something that you go and announce and you know at least like if i would have been through something as as you in your situation my mom would be horrified if i would tell that mention it to even mention it don't let this out of this house Mm -hmm. don't let anybody be known it's exactly will be looked at differently Mm -hmm. all of that yeah 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 i know that is very true i think that's it's common i think but i but you have to be very careful because not you i'm just saying families that do that because in general people need to not uh it's not a yes i under if you want it to be your secret that's fine and and that's the thing i was telling my husband i said 
I don't want to keep a secret that saves, that protects other people. Mm-hmm. Why am I doing that? I don't want, and, I, and not that I want to like go out and blast, you know, no, what it is, no, but, no. but the situation and I don't have to be the one, I don't want to be the one to be like, well, you know, I was a victim of it and I'm not going to act like I, you know, like, oh, let me just keep it. It's a difficult thing to talk about, but it is one that, you know, is, is important to talk I'm about. Sure it's very freeing for you. It, yeah, it definitely is. It feels it feels so good to be able to say I'm not there anymore. And mm-hmm. yes, it's a, still a journey. I mean, there's still a lot of things that I will uh, have to work on myself. Yeah, yeah. every day is a work in um, progress. Yeah, and it and it will, and it it'll always be that way. But that's okay because I have what I need. And so far, you know, I'm very very blessed to have who I have in in my life. And um, and my relationship with God is something that's extremely important for me to have moved forward as well. But also knowing, like I said, you can't give up on yourself. Mm-hmm. Have, if you know, like, I deserve better than this, and you know that you're not in a good relationship, and there's something that it's not right, you know, you have to do that for yourself because mm-hmm. nobody will. Nobody exactly. will. I exactly. feel like a lot of people fall into codependency. Mm-hmm. when that happens and and I'm yeah. saying it because I've been there done that yeah and yeah yeah well because it's easier to cover mm-hmm. your feelings and hide them than to actually face them and yeah. deal with them yeah and then when you yeah. go through stuff it's kind of like well I kind of deserve it yeah but you don't exactly um hi friend well i want to thank you so much for trusting us for coming on here sharing your story thank you thank you thank you it was such a great story such good feedback yes such good like empowerment and and i'm so proud of you i'm so so proud of you and it it just makes me love you more i don't even know you and i'm very proud of you (laughs) yes yes yeah we all we all have it in us you just have to find that you have to find little that little fighter in you Mm -hmm. you know definitely but thank you so much for allowing me to come on here and i'm happy that i was able to have like a place to to speak about it and that you know it's not about you know bad mouthing anyone necessarily but it is definitely about what the the important tools that we need Mm -hmm. you know to grow um, as a person to grow to grow Mm -hmm. and to move forward and to heal exactly well said well said yes yeah because like i said i i didn't want this to be a gossiping or bash yeah. Epi- episode episode episode, episode. Uh, <laughs> my bilingual self always comes it's okay i do it all the time i said sympathize instead of empathize i know <laughs> no girl the other day we were in the car and my husband goes where do i turn and i'm like around the corner <laughs> Around, and around he's like, the corner. And he's like around the corner. I'm like around oh the corner. Hey, it happens to the best of us. I know. It's all good. It sure does. Yeah. It's all good. No, but I, I, I'm happy with how you know this episode came out because definitely not a bashing, not for us to blast anybody. No, but to this learn. A, and this is a safe space. 
you know mm-hmm. we yeah. want people to feel safe and comfortable and wanting to tell their stories because nobody's forced to open up until yeah. they are ready yes yeah. exactly because until if you're not ready, in that space then you're you not ready know. yeah until like you said until you can talk about things without crying that's mm-hmm. when you're ready and i say that because <laughs> i've been there done that i don't know if you've heard to our previous episodes but in in our second season mm-hmm. the whole childhood yeah. traumas like Oh, geez, yeah. kept asking me are you gonna cry and i'm like no i'm over this i i was I'm, crying yeah. for her <laughs> <laughs> so i mean once you can talk about things without crying that's when i feel you're ready to talk about things yes totally. yeah. thank you thank you also for you know having this platform and having a way of um having women and talk about you know things that i think are important to talk about in a healthy way you know yes. definitely so i appreciate that as well that's of what course, it's all about of course embracing your markings <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh friend i love you very much and i'll be love seeing you too. soon okay so good okay. to meet you can't wait to nice really to meet, meet you, you. I know, I know, definitely. Hopefully, sooner than later. I know, right? <laughs> Can't wait. Bye. Alrighty, bye. bye. Oh my God, I love her. She's I, amazing. She's amazing. And you know, I know they didn't get to hear this part, but I truthfully, like, I was trembling. I didn't know if I wanted to cry. I was just so nervous when I saw her submission, and. I'm just so glad on the way that it turned out. And she truly is somebody that I look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, her and her husband, amazing. Her son's amazing. He gets very well along with my son. Mm-hmm. Um, and to know that somebody like her that's so smart, that's beautiful. Because I'm telling you, she looks like a Mexican Barbie. Uh, yeah, and, and you've shown me a picture of her, and she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and then, and not only from the outside, but from the inside. Like she's truly such a good human I being. Can, I can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it in her voice and her the way she expresses herself. Mm-hmm. It's just so genuine, so loving. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, she's definitely a great friend. And so to hear that she had been through something like that only comes to prove how real and how much this topic actually how common there you go that was yes i think the wine is finally (laughs) i feel like when i drink drink wine i get smarter (laughs) (laughs) and i dumb down (laughs) but yeah we still end up finishing up our own sentences well that's why girl like I'm so excited. Season three. It's going to be amazing. Yes. And you're officially our co-host. Like I said, by the time that people are listening to this, because we're... They will know. That's right. They will know. In the beginning. Yeah. Because we're having our photo shoot soon. I'm so so excited for that. For you guys to see the merch. Um, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek right now. And then, um, you know, everything that we have, the topics that we're going to talk about. They're um, amazing. Yes, about relationships, you know, do women really need men, you know, because we're empowered. Mm. So do we really need men? You know, are we less than them? Are we superior than them? Like Mm -hmm. um, also talking about, you know, how can we support women Mm -hmm. on a daily basis? You know, how can we support one another on a daily basis? Um, Be that positive person to like hey you're having a bad day let me 
I feel we can do it. Yeah. We can do it, Twinsy. Yes, we can. We're yes. going to kick butt. Heck yes. Yes. <laughs> we finally <laughs> hit it right I on mark. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. So we are looking forward to that, you guys. Thank I you hope so you are too. much. Yes. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a great season. Yes, definitely. Super excited. So we'll see you next week, same time, same day. Which is Mondays? I think. I think I'm gonna stick I to think, Mondays. Yeah, I think I like Mondays. Yeah, start off the week right. Yes, give you something to listen to. Yeah, on our way to work. Yes. Um. And so, yeah. So we'll see you then. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Bye. Bye. never ends want to join us by sharing your story or by giving us your opinion on a subject head over to www.embracingmymarkings.com to fill out the form to be a guest we would love to have you on if you would like to remain anonymous that is also a possibility just let us know on the form if you just want to follow us for daily inspiration you can find us on tiktok at embracing my markings for news and updates you can find us on instagram also at Embracing My Markings. We'll see you there.